Okay, welcome everybody to This Topical Life, and today we have a special guest, Christy Thompson, who is running for Willamette, I mean, excuse me, Willamette, Westland Wilsonville School Board, and um, she is kicking off our month of May, where we are honoring our teachers, um, everyone involved in the school, um, this is a kind of, like, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, and what better way to start than to have the um, the running school board candidate to come on and talk to us about um, her hopes and future for the um, uh, Westland district and just um, all the things that that looks like. Um, I met Christy uh, like a week ago. Yeah. About a week ago. And thank you for having me, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> so glad you're here. Um, I just have to say, first before we get into it, the first impression that you gave me was a really firm handshake. And I have a huge respect for that. Because um, my brother was an Eagle Scout, and he was just like, "That's you know, being a woman." He still taught me. He was just like, "This is what you do when you look when you look at somebody in the eye and you shake their hand." And I was just like, "Dang, she's got that!" <laughs> I was just like, "She has my vote." <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So she's here. She decided to. I mean, I asked her if she'd come and talk to us. And one of the big reasons why I asked her to come was not only to talk about um, the future with the school board and her hopes for that, but just um, you know, being a mom three kids youngest finally went to kindergarten oh, sorry went to kindergarten not finally went to kindergarten but just um the you know coming out of the woodwork being somebody who uh would probably approach the school or something of the district if something was wrong with my kid where like I needed help or that kind of thing and um but not necessarily a parent who looks at the big picture and what um, coming together as a community to make changes um, in the school board or just like to come in and you know know what's going on you know um, I feel like now that my kids are older I can kind of see the bigger picture get involved a little bit more but for those people that are at home or who are just busy or can't get out and um, necessarily be super involved your vote does matter these small town things um, big things matter too, but just knowing that it might sound big and broad and you can't, you know, imagine, you know, g getting involved in the school board, it just sounds so foreign. But the truth is, is that little, every little bit counts going to a certain meeting or hearing about your kids, this or doing this or doing that gets you more and more and more aware of what's going on in your community and those around you and just putting in a vote makes a difference. So Christy, um, uh, so coming in on this, um, tell me your background and what led you to this point for running for school board in the first place. I mean, you, you know, you're talk about like, you know, you as a parent and then you were a teacher and just how it all kind of came together for you. Um, well, I kind of, I think the story actually starts when I was a child because, um, I grew up with my mom as a single mom and we lived a block away from Southern Oregon State College. That's what it was called at the time. It's now Southern Oregon University in Ashland. And my mom was a college professor. And so I spent many hours in her, um, in her office and in her classrooms as she would have to go prepare and we would get dragged along with her. And then as I grew up, I watched my mom, you know, work late into the night until two and three in the morning, preparing for her classes the next day and then grading papers. You know, she would stay up all hours of the night. Um, the other thing I watched her do is, you know, sometimes after dinner, she would go back down to the college, to the computer lab to help some of her students. 
that were struggling with something. So that was what was modeled for me was this amazing, dedicated educator. Um, and I always knew in my, I always knew in my heart I wanted to be a teacher, but when I graduated from Oregon State with my biology degree, I didn't feel like I looked old enough. Oh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I actually went into pharmaceutical sales for a year and a half. And nothing like being in a job you absolutely hate right. to force you into a job that, you, you know, that you really you want to do anyway. So at that point, I went back to school and got my master's in teaching at Lewis and Clark College and graduated in August and had a teaching job that um, started that August uh, for the Hillsborough School District. And so taught high school biology and then I also taught physical science. Yeah. Um, at Hillsborough High School and I taught for three and a half years and I absolutely loved it. The first year was rough. Every any first year teacher will tell you it's your first year of teaching is just tough as you're trying to make your curriculum and figure out. Um, but I loved being with those kids and I loved being in the classroom and I loved being a part of their lives and getting to know them and having those relationships with them and then throughout the year progressing those relationships to the point where they trusted me and where I could you know, encourage them and motivate them and make them feel valued. That was what I, I loved about what teaching gave me. Um, when I had my first child, then is when I stopped teaching in the classroom. I just chose, I knew that the kind of teacher I was, was not possible being, I, I couldn't be the kind of mom I wanted to be, I couldn't be the kind of teacher I wanted to be. Um, my students all had my home phone number and they could call me until 11 p.m. every night. Wow. Part of the reason I did that um, I told them they were without excuse. Yeah. And I said, you know, don't ever tell me in the morning you didn't do your homework because you couldn't, you didn't understand it. You know, you know where I am every period of the day. I let them know what my schedule was. I was always available before and after school. And then I said, if you can't understand something, call me at night and I will walk you through it. And if we can't, yes, then you have an excuse, you know, or if you call me and I'm not home. But um, I wanted to make sure that they had no reason to not turn something in. Um, yeah. I wanted to take that off, that excuse off the table. And so um, I just knew that the way I taught, I mean, it was my entire life. I worked until 10 or 11 every night, grading or planning, then worked on the weekends, and that, that just was not going to be able to coexist with being the kind of mother I wanted to be. Right. So I stepped out. I did a little subbing here and there. Um, so raised my children, had three, and then once they got into school, then I started, like most parents, like all, mm -hmm. you know, all of us do, you start going to their, volunteering in their classrooms and, you know, you do the parties and, um, and the reading with them and, or math help or whatever. So I started doing that. I would teach PE, you know, being a PE assistant because I teach classes at club sports. So I would help in those capacities. Um, I was really excited when they finally, when I finally got someone into middle school because then it was starting to get into my sweet spot of these are the students that I work oh, with. Wow. Um, and when my daughter entered AP Creek Middle School, then I got involved in the teacher and staff appreciation lunches there. They call them TASA. They feed the teachers once a month. And as a former teacher, I, that's what I wanted to, I wanted to make our teachers feel appreciated. So, and I wanted to get to know the teacher. So that's where I went once a month. I was helping with that luncheon and I was interacting with the teachers in that lunchroom there. And then I eventually took it over and organized it. Um... When Lexi moved on to, she's my oldest, when she moved on to the high school, that was finally my chance to, okay, now I can get back into the high school. Yeah. 
And so early on, I went into the office and was talking with Aaron Downs, who was the principal of the high school at the time. Now he's an assistant superintendent. Okay. And I said, hey, Aaron, I'm here. You know my background. I will, where can I volunteer? And the librarian, uh, Holly Gardner, happened to be in the office and she said well I'll take you and so that began a four-year relationship of me going and volunteering in the library every Thursday afternoon for two three four hours depending and just helping her with whatever she needed getting to interact with students a little bit as I checked in and out books getting to interact with teachers Um, that also led or eventually it led to me getting to know the chemistry teacher and then helping him up with doing a little lab prep as well as lab cleanup um, if you're a science teacher, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work right. that a lot of people don't realize right. um, to set up a lab and to tear it down. So I was able to help him with that. I then became involved on the Booster Club, which is a very active um, club at the high school. We um, raise money in the concession stands. We sell wildcat apparel, and then we also take some donations. But we take all of that money, and then we are that entity that teachers and coaches and club advisors can come to and ask for money where the school budget stops. So we fund things like, you know, uniforms or um, equipment for sports. We This year we gave over $5,000 to the physics teacher to buy new frictionless tracks because they weren't getting accurate data in their lab. So we that's what we do and then we also um, do teacher and staff appreciation. So I got involved on that. Um, was involved for two years and then became the Booster Club president. And so I'm in my second year as the Booster Club president. And just as I, you know, in all my involvements, getting to know more of our administrators, more of our teachers, more of our parents, more of the kids, forming more and more relationships. Um, And uh, I would say kind of the final step toward the school board was that last year, I was asked to be a part of the high school study group, the parent representative for Dr. Ludwig's high school study group that she put together to start thinking about, okay, what do we want this next high school that we're going to open to look like um, as far as the internal workings, the academia of that school. So I was on that committee with the principal of all, a principal of all three high schools, a teacher from all three high schools, myself and two other parents and then a lot of the administrators. So for a year, I once again formed relationships with Dr. Ludwig and some of her other superintendents as I worked side by side with them and went on tours of other schools to see, okay, what are those high schools doing? For example, there's a school up in Vancouver called Gila, and they have kind of five paths that kids can take, but if they choose a nursing or patient care, they can end up, they get a CNA before they graduate, so they could actually go out into the workforce um, you know, if they weren't, if they didn't yeah. want to go to college. Right. And so, that's more and more common. You yeah. know, we need that. We need, yes. And, and, and so, and we want, we do an awesome, Westland Wilsonville School District does an awesome job with our college bound kids. Mm-hmm. I think we could right. do a better job totally. with our non-college yeah. bound. And so, right. but I got to, you know, I was exposed to all of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I didn't, I wouldn't have known. I just knew what happened at Wilsonville High School. Right. And I would just say that was kind of the final tipping point to, okay, I've made relationships with these people. I feel like I have their trust. I have their respect. I've earned a seat at the table with them. Um, They know me, and um, they know that I'm committed, I'm involved, I'm reliable. And um, that was kind of like, you know what, I'm ready to take that next step from Booster Club president at the high school to get involved at a full district level where I can actually, you know, volunteer and serve our entire district, not just the schools that my kids have been in. Wow. 
Yeah. So that's a long road to get there, I know, but they're all kind of important pieces that led me. Right. It's kind of putting it all together of the next step, really. Yeah. And I would say it just what it is, it's my passion and it's my heart and it has been my entire life. Like me doing this on the school board is not something, some just be I gone in my bonnet or because I am hoping to take my first political, my step into politics. Right. Um, I don't want to be in politics. I just want to serve our community. Right. And that, I mean, what I hear you saying too a lot um, when you're talking is that the relationships, relationships, relationships. And I just think, you know, in talking with you like last weekend, this week too, it's just like, you know, the relationships that you have built, I mean, like say you walk into a situation, say the superintendent or whatever, you have that relationship there and you're not understanding. I mean, you are still learning all the ropes too. They're still doing their thing, you know, but you have this relationship built where you can go in and say, Hey, you know, this is a struggle in this area of, um, our district. Like, how are we going to improve on this? Like people don't have, I mean, people have ideas, people have, um, these, uh, you know, they have all these backgrounds and all this kind of stuff, but some people just don't have that, that way of relationship, you know, where you can actually go into a relationship and say, how can we get better? How can we make this actually happen? So, I mean, not only are you good at the relationship part, but you actually want to follow through with, you know, answers and figure out what's going on in the web of school life, you know, in all areas. I mean, yeah. And actually, um, on that note, so I was at a board, I've been going to all the board meetings and pretty much any meeting that's at the school district office I go to. So I believe it was March's meeting. Um, afterwards, I probably stayed and talked to, with Dr. Ludwig. We shut down, and I mean, everyone else was gone for about 45 minutes. And she's the superintendent. She's the superintendent. I was mm-hmm. asking her, okay, explain to me school site councils and why we don't have site councils and what your opinion is on site. You know, what what's the district's viewpoint on site councils? Because mm-hmm. I was trying to understand, um, you know, because I know we have a lot of parents that want site councils. Um, so I was just, but you know, she was willing to sit there with me for 45 minutes, 45 and we talked and then fast forward to this last week, Wednesday night, I went to the long range planning committee. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of people that attend them. That was, I was there. Well, besides the committee, it was myself and it was, um, Clara, who's the education reporter for the newspaper. So Clara and I have gotten to know each other because we see each other at a lot of these meetings and, um, you know, Dr. Ludwig was just afterwards, we started talking again and, and, you know, just was asking how things were going. And, and again, not to, she was not taking sides with me, but, um, but you're friends, but we're friends and we had a nice, you know, just enjoyable conversation. And, um, again, just about, I just, I feel like I've got that relationship with a lot of them. When I went to one of the budget committees, um, and pardon me, I don't remember her name, but she's, I believe the CEO of, or the CFO, the CFO of, um, our school district. She handles all the finances and the budget. And she came up to me and said, Hey, just so you know, if you ever want to learn more, come, well, come meet, you know, make an appointment with me and I'll explain, you know, whatever you need to know. Um, and, and that's, you know, the kind of student I was at Oregon state. I was a biology major and biology, you know, I graduated with a 3.9 GPA and not because I'm the smartest person, but because I was that person that went to my professor's office an hour a week, every week, physics, genetics, organic chemistry, whatever it was, I was willing to go that extra step Mm -hmm. and just say, okay, I don't understand this. I would write a list of questions Mm -hmm. and I would go into their office and I would go through every single one of the questions and I wouldn't leave until I understood it. 
and then I would go home and spend the time to make sure that I understood it even more. Um, and that's the kind of school board member that I see myself being, mm -hmm. you know, if, and you know, if someone brings something to me that they're concerned about and I am not sure, you know, that I can call or meet with whoever at the district office. Which by the office. way, we should mention that you yeah. do have your personal phone number on every flyer yes. out there. Yes. So, so there's no excuse. Yeah. yeah. So my, yeah, my phone number's out there, um, but, but it's not, yeah, I'm used there. to it. So it's out there. Okay. Um, but, um, don't call past 11 yeah. <laughs> or text, just text me if it's after 11, right, right. um, I'll respond the next day. But, um, you know, I do feel like I'm that kind of person that can say, Hey, can we talk about this? Cause I'm feeling like, gosh, I want to make sure we're meeting these needs. And I know there's these concerns out there. I mean, I already picture myself, you know, being that, that goes to and say, okay, what can you tell me about this? And why is this the district's opinion? You know, what can we do to bridge this gap? Right. Um, and that's the stuff I love to do. Anyway, I have always led by relationships. Mm -hmm. I've always led through letting other people know that I care about them, um, that I care about their opinion, that um, and that they're valued to me. And that's how I've always, that's how I, that's the kind of booster club president that I am. Um, well, it totally shows. I mean, she's wearing a booster club <laughs> shirt right now as we speak because she's going to go volunteer, do all that stuff. But I mean, too, with that also, it's like, just another, I just love talking about this because, you know, I think a lot of people have the idea of like, they want certain things that they want to come like, okay, well, if you become a school board, you have to make this happen or this happen or that happen. Or, you know, of course you have your main goals that you want, which small class sizes, um, you want, you know, accessibility, transparency, just, um, what we're more, more career and technical education, especially for our non-college bound. I mean, for our college bound, but right. also for non-college bound as well. And um, exploring more of the possibility of site councils. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around and understand as I've talked to because some there school, were site councils. right there were, and I've talked to school board members and I've talked to Dr. Ludwig, and um, I am still trying to understand what the, you know in the district how just kind of the district's opinion and why why we don't have them, mm -hmm. um, and and. You know, because from my standpoint, I look at them and go, oh, gosh, they seem like a great idea. And I'm pretty sure I was on one when my daughter was at Athey. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but right. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And, you know, in my mind, I think, gosh, parents and teachers working alongside each other is a great idea. But I also value the opinion of um, some school board members that have shared with me they don't think that that for our district that they're the best. And, and I, you know, so I'm still working through that is what I would tell right. you. Yeah. Um. But you can see, I mean, that's another perfect example of like, maybe some people want to know what's, why there is not one and you're trying to figure out the answers. Another thing comes along, you want to figure out the answer. Someone has a question, you figure out the answer. I mean, people just want answers too. I mean, kind of in a way where it's like a marriage where, um, like my husband and I will get in a, a fight or something like that. And he's just like, well, we're on the same team. So my husband says the exact really? same thing. Oh my gosh. He goes, honey. We're on the same team. <laughs> and then sometimes I go, well, it doesn't feel like it's a I know. Well, isn't that just life, right? I mean, you're got the school district. You got whatever. But it's. And I don't even think our husbands know each other. And they both right? say the same thing. They both say the same thing. But it does take my guard down. Mm -hmm. Where it's it like, does. oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. just having that relationship gold of just going in there and doing that. Um, oh, I, one more thing about yeah. that is I think it does help because I have a teacher. I mean, I have a parent perspective, mm -hmm. but I also have a teacher, teacher perspective. perspective. So I have worked in 
you know, education, and I know it's a big ship to move. Mm -hmm. And I understand why it's a big ship to move because I've been that teacher on the front line who was overwhelmed with too many kids in my class, new curriculums that are coming down, and you are, you know, kids that have special needs in your class mm -hmm. um, that you're trying to educate them in a different way. And so you can feel overloaded and then, you know, things maybe you're not doing everything you want to, but it's not because you, um, it's not because you don't value or whatever. It's just because time can, you, you know, you're just an overloaded teacher and school professional. Right. And, um, so I understand that in our districts too. I mean, as I go to all these meetings at night, these district administrators are there yeah. at all these meetings at night. I right. mean, that's, they're there during the day, they're there at night, they're at, then they're going to activities. And so I understand, I have that, that, um, just that heart for the fact that I, I know that that's what they're doing. Yeah, you um, it. But also understand too that parents say, well, okay, but I want this for my kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I think I can hear both sides of the road mm -hmm. and um, like you kind of bridge together right. between that. Yeah, and I think that's, I would, I want my voice to go through you to go there. Like <laughs> you got my vote, 1000%. Thank you. I also too is like, you know, the expectation as a voter. I think there's a lot of expectations for these running school board people too, that just like that, that you're going into, that you alone are going in to make all this stuff happen, you know, and that's just not reality. That can't be. I mean, how many people are on the board? Five. There's five. Okay. And you're working together as a team. So it's like, you know, you can, you go in there with what you want to present and want to work hard to that and what they what doesn't come out you get answers for or you have an explanation and you tell the people you know um i think the expect you know i as a voter coming and voting for somebody to to expect that per, that one person to fulfill all those things is basically impossible i mean it kind of is a community or a team effort right i mean it is do you know what i'm saying yes like, and you know you one of the on things that? yeah i mean i would say what is on my heart is the first thing that I will do as a board member is I will get to know my other board members, you know, that I will invite them to coffee. I will, and, and just sit down with them and just, okay, tell me about yourself and tell me about your life and what brought you here. Yeah. Um, I want to build relation again, starting with relationships, right. you know, the same thing with administrators that I work closely with. If I don't have that relationship, you know, sitting down with them, bringing coffee into their office and saying, okay, tell me, um, so that is the first thing that I want to do as a board member is just really develop the relationships of these people I'm going to be working with. Right. Um, you know, again, earn their respect, earn a seat at the table, help them to see I'm a human being, you know, maybe on some issues we'll have, maybe we'll have differing opinions on, on issues, but, um, I still care about you as a person and an individual. Yeah. And I, I think that just, so that, that's the first thing I would say. And you know, the other thing too, is that, um, there is that fear. I mean, I have been honest and sharing with people. I'm a very open, I'm kind of open book. And, um, you know, I, that there, I do have this fear that, you know, these are the things I'm talking about and I'm going to get in there and you know, I don't know all the roadblocks. I don't know all the ins and outs of being on the school. You know, I don't know. I'll do my best, but you know, just that, gosh, I don't want to let people down and make them think that I gave one spiel when I was, when I was running just to get elected. And now I, I'm not gonna, I'm right. not true to those things. I, I am true to those things. I just don't know. 
right within that framework of school board right how much how much one person can you know what, what can one person make a difference I don't know we'll see I mean I want the opportunity yeah um, right. and uh you know and like I said I will definitely just come at that point from relationships I did listen to this great OSBA which is the Oregon State School Board Association okay. had a webinar when I was first on this road like okay what is the school board and what do they do oh, and my so I listened to one of their webinars and took voracious notes and I noticed that one lady made the comment she said you know um, when you know you have a vote as a school board member but once that school board makes a decision you need to stand as a board yeah and um, and I thought that was a great point for me to you know it was just it was a good piece of information mm-hmm. for me yeah that hey it's not an individual thing like you know once the board makes a decision that that we stand as a board now again I may differ and I would be honest about differing but also being that person who's also supportive of this board that I'm on does that make sense absolutely like, y- you know I anyway that was just a good piece of information um and just knowing it's not all about my ideas and my values and my you know right but it's not about mine anyway I mean this is about what do our it's about our students it's about our parents it's about our teachers it's about it's about me representing them right it's not about what I think um and that's what I want to keep in the forefront of everything like I just happen to be the person the face that's going to represent everybody and serve and serve everybody um and that's why my phone number is on that sheet. Yeah, your <laughs> right? phone number is <laughs> because is there and I can't out represent there. you if I don't hear from you. Yeah, and so, I don't know what you think. Right, and we got and as a responsible parent and or at least trying to be really responsible, you know, and voter and member of the community. I just I am pleased to know you and just um, have this opportunity to talk and just pick your brain about um, school board and your thoughts about running and just you know your mission and our you know you're a total team player you've got relationship going um I can't think of a better person I mean you're way qualified in this and I just I I'm rooting for you thank you um a lot of people are rooting for you I I feel it and I I just I think everybody the support has been amazing and I will say the greatest blessing whether or not I get on the school board or not is I have met like you, Tiffany. I mean, I probably wouldn't have met you. I have met some amazing people. And um, I feel like my circle has expanded. Um, yeah, that's cool. And that has been, that's already blessed me. Right. And so, you know, if I don't get on the school board, well, I still have this amazing blessing of all these new wonderful people that I've met. Um, and nothing can take that away, you know, yeah, win, or, yeah. win or lose. Right. So um, that is probably the best thing so far that I've got to experience and I hope to continue to get to expand that by serving on the school board. Yeah. Um, and one thing I would note too, you, we talked about this a little bit, but just the fact that, um, in the last school board race, 6,000, only 6,000 people voted. Only 6,000. Only 6,000 people voted okay. approximately around that. And so what that means is every single vote counts. I mean, it can be decided by a few votes. So and few um, means three, two, so one. I mean, few, so few. voting is huge. Like I feel massive support, and now we just need to make sure that people vote. Um, right. If you have got college kids whose voters' things come to your house, get them to them. <laughs> right. um, I, and I know that because I have two college kids. You right. know, if you've got um, 
So just encouraging not only you voting, but encouraging your neighbors, your friends, your family um, to vote. And I think, in fact, you can register up until April 30th. Again, don't quote me on that okay. if you're not, if people aren't registered to vote. But, um, but just to exercise that freedom that we do have right. to vote. Right. Um, and it matters. I mean, it really, I mean, just even being a parent involved in a small amount, I mean, I'm involved in the kids' school and stuff like that, but just expanding my horizons a little bit, I've noticed that I've learned more a little bit. I, I can have an opinion on something. Like, it's just, it doesn't take very much to, to be a part. No. It's not as overwhelming as you think. Um, all and then to actually vote. I mean, let's just break it down to basics here. Yeah, you're gonna get something in the mail. <laughs> open it up. <laughs> open it up. Okay, you're gonna go get a pen, and you're gonna check that, and you're gonna take it to the library or wherever there is, or mail it. You or can you mail, mail it in. It. Okay, you can yeah. mail it. So the last. Okay, so technically voting day is it ends. Like as soon as you can do it is when it comes in the mail, which right. would be beginning of April, right? Yes. Uh, I believe that they send out the beginning of May. Okay, beginning of May. And that will hit a little bit afterwards, like okay. May 3rd through 7th. Okay. And then you have until the 21st, That's right. I believe, to have it postmarked. Usually, isn't it? Or turn it in. Okay. Or No, not postmarked. No, it has to be in by the 21st, okay. I believe. Um, so if you don't feel like you've mailed it in time, then you can drop it off at all the different um, ballot locations, ballot okay. collection and locations. They're everywhere. Yeah. They are everywhere. So... Um, yeah, it's, it is really that simple. And I would encourage people to, like, um, to, to make sure you turn in your ballot yourself. Make sure you get it in um, versus maybe someone who might come to your door and, and want to collect it and say, I'll turn all of these in. I would just encourage people, turn Do your ballot yourself. in. Yeah, turn your ballot in yourself. Make sure that you know that it gets there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny. I uh, This is just really random, but my son he like wrote oh i could say this yeah he, he'll be okay with it but like we had a little disagreement because he didn't want like he was going to mail them you know mail it in the mailbox a letter right so we went to down the street in the big blue thing that you pull out whatever right and so i parked my car in a really bad way but like he gets out he goes to do it he could he doesn't know how to he literally doesn't know how to open up the thing okay he's going into eighth grade right so he puts the letter on top of the mailbox <laughs> like sets it on top gets back in the car i said honey that ain't gonna cut it you gotta go like open the thing and put it where do you think that letter's gonna go right like it's just so funny i mean kids you know but um well and what a great way to model right for your kids like one of our one of the things we as parents want to do right is model for our kids yeah. this is a great let them see you voting right let them see you put importance on voting like hey this is my ballot i have to turn it in mm -hmm. and let them be a part of it right. whether it's mailing it or you know what teaching them I how mean, to open a mailbox right. i mean <laughs> yes whatever it might be maybe they're driving yeah. with you to the ballot place but yeah help them mm -hmm. see you voting because yeah. when they see you do it then they think it's important. It's just like when they see you passionate you, about something, right? When they see you get involved in their school and come to their classroom and volunteer and do things in their school, they know education is important because mm -hmm. they're seeing you do it. Right. And I would encourage parents not just to do that at the elementary school where we're so used to doing it, but continue to do it at the middle school, go to the back to school nights, meet the kid teachers, do it at the high school, continue to get involved. Not only will you enjoy your kids education more, because you're more involved, but will continue to show your kids the value that you place on education Absolutely. and make them place that same value on it. Yeah, and take it seriously. Yep. Take it very seriously. 
Well, Christy, thank you for coming on this topical life. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're just, you're awesome. Um, You got all our votes around here and um, just keep making a difference. And thank you for coming. Thank you very much, Tiffany.